Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When we started to get this one off the ground, there were a lot of questions. How do you record an episode? How do you get the show into all these podcast apps like Apple, Spotify, and Overcast so people can actually listen to it? I've seen some shows make a bunch of money. How can I? The answer to every one of these questions is simple. Anchor. Anchor's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. It's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use, to the point where you can pull out your phone right now and knock out a solo episode if you wanted to. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means that you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Anchor makes it easy for us to record from wherever, whenever, and not worry about unreasonable subscriptions or limits. It's the easiest platform to get your show on all bigger platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You even get to see how your show is doing per episode by how many listens you've received with Anchor's metrics. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm start to join us and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Now let's get this shit popping. No matter how much money you have, no matter how famous you are, being black in America is it's tough. There's some shit going on with black people right now. From news and politics. And over the middle, getting free. To sports and entertainment. Touchdown! We're going to tell you exactly how we feel about it. Have some fun, man! This is Young, Black, and Bothered. Hey, um, welcome back. This is Media Maintenance episode number four. Um, yes, I am here with Sir Gregory. Say hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> and um, this episode, we're going to be talking about interracial relationships. Yeah. Um, you look stressed. Because I've been talking about it for the past like two weeks against my will. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm letting you. This is you. This is this you is this is me, but you're the one that has the cohesive notes. So, so here we look, go. So, go basically, what I was thinking we want to talk about is how people view interracial relationships, marriages, um, okay. black people dating outside of their race, and then honestly, just other races fetishizing like ours. Okay. Okay, but can we also, can we also, I think it's also important to note that you are in an interracial marriage. Yes. But I don't date non-brown people. Okay. Yeah, that is definitely something that, you know, we need to discuss. So let me just put this out there for everybody. I have dated every single color except for Avatar Blue, okay? So I've dated white women, black women, Spanish women, um... Latin, Latinx, if you want to call it that. Like, just honestly, like, across the board, A to Z, that's what I've dated. Um, I had a little bit of a host streak, so when I say dating, it could mean I dated or I could have done something different. But um, at the end of the day, I married who I care about, who I love, and it just so happened it is a white Jewish woman. Absolutely fine to me. Other people have not said anything to me in my face. I'm sure people have said things, you know, on the side, on the creep or something like that, and that's you know, fine with me. That's all that I care about is the person I'm married to. I took notes. <laughs> um, <laughs> so um, my first note was what a lot of men fail to realize is that it's not the relationship that you're in that a lot of black women 
have a problem with. It's the sh- shitting on the um, yes. And um, I-, I had to write this down because, like, I was talking to a friend, and she, like, it's weird because when, as someone who's in an interracial relationship, it seems like when you talk to someone that is Black, like yourself, they try to not offend you by saying the truth. And it's like, no, you can say what you want to say, and it's fine. Like, I hear you. I'm not going to, like, try to justify things. They just are what they are. So I told her that some men are just weaker socially. And as a result, like, they fetishize, like, women who are the Instagram models and, you know, shit they see on social media, like the big butts, the big titties and stuff like that. And they're Mm -hmm. supposed to be considered exotic. That's not how it works. Um, My, you know, my wife is the complete polar opposite of that shit. She's not the blue-eyed, blonde hair, like, white woman. And that's something I, you know, I'll get into later. But... You know, I personally never dealt with the he's dating or married to a white woman. Um, I didn't go and make it a prominent part of my life. That's probably why I don't get that backlash. Like, you know, how uh-huh. a lot of people, a lot of men, rather, I don't want to say people, it's specifically men that I've seen it being done by is they're like, oh, yeah, I got me a white girl. And, you know, she's better than the ex that I had who was a black woman, something like that. It's like, yeah, you know, you didn't have to. You didn't have to do that. You didn't have to say that it's right. offensive. And then they try to use the catalyst of, oh, my mom's black or, you know, my sister's black. I'm like, that's great, but you still chose what you chose. You could be happy with it. This is disrespectful as fuck. Just right. shut your mouth. Right. More importantly, like, whoever you're talking to is none of their business. So you'll hear me say that a lot this episode. Honestly, it's none of their fucking business. So basically, <laughs> what, basically what I said was, you know, her and I are happy, but it's not something that's a fetish. Uh, while yeah. I benefit from the experience of seeing both sides being, you know, me being black and having my experiences and then seeing her experiences and then living through those as a result of being with her mm-hmm. has always been a thing where it's like my side has always come first. So she knows for a fact that my mom and my sister come before her. She knows for a fact that my family comes before that. And that even though that we're married, if my mom called me today and was like, hey, I need you to drop everything, that's what I'm doing. Um, mm-hmm. Also, there's certain things I know for a fact she won't do. Like, there's no, you know, calling me a nigga in bed or in general, you know, even under mm-hmm. your breath. It's mm-hmm. not that. Mm-hmm. Um, if I hear you saying a lyric, I'm like, hey, yo, there's some shit just no. Um, but I, I don't want to talk too much because I'm getting long here too. So you tell me exactly. <laughs> no, it's fine. Because I got a lot. I got a lot. My main point is just like the aspect of the male privilege of the interracial relationship thing. Yeah. So, yeah. You you go ahead and <laughs> I think I come from I think I come from two perspectives here, right? Because like mm-hmm. I have a non black parent. My dad is Puerto Rican, but he's white passing. My dad looks like a white person. Okay. And my mom is black. And I feel like there are certain things that I experienced having a non black parent that mm-hmm. I just was like Oh, like I was like, hell no. Like, oh, like, hell no. Like, even as an adult, there's shit that my dad says to me. And I'm like, are you, are you <laughs> sure? Are you serious? This is um, you, right? be- because I'm like, and I think at one point, like he had made a comment about my hair, like, cause my dad's family, they all have straight hair. And so, you know, my hair is like big and curly. And he said something about like me going for the wild look or some nonsense like that. And I was like, didn't you choose to have sex with a black woman? Like, what did you think <laughs> was going to happen? Like, what did you think your child was going to look like? Um, so I think there's a lot, but then, I mean, a lot of, a lot of Latin well, culture is very anti-black, right? So there's that aspect of it. And you don't, I think some people don't think about that. 
Mm -hmm. um, until they say things. And then I also just, in general, I think some of it is from that. And then some of it is just like, I choose not to date, seriously date white men because I just feel like at the end of the day, there's no empathy. Like you can't empathize with what I'm saying to you. If I'm, there's certain things like I don't want to have to be explaining why I have a bonnet on my head or why, um, whatever. Like, I don't like, I had a white friend, like a mm-hmm. white girlfriend and she was like, I was going to get my hair done. And mm-hmm. she was like, well, do you want to hang out afterward? And I was like, you don't understand what I just said to you. Do you that's like, it. I don't, I don't have a day. That's it. Like I'm going to get my hair done and that's my day. But mm-hmm. I feel like if for me to, always feel like I have to explain and explain and explain and then to know that there's just some things that you won't understand. I, I'm i not comfortable with that. And then my third thing is I don't want to have a child that looks white. Okay. And I think that's a big thing because for me, I'm like, um, okay, I'm like, okay, well, I'm half black. If I have a child with a white person, my child will be a quarter black. And like, Mm -hmm. what, what is that really going to look like? Like, I'm not trying to be mistaken for nobody's nanny. Yeah. So I don't know. Those, that's my, those are my three. That's where I come from in those three aspects. Yeah. There's going to be so much touched on, on this show with just the notes alone and what you just said. uh, uh, (laughs) The quarter black thing. I didn't even think of that. that yeah, bro. A lot. Um, and a lot of people don't. That's why, like, in most cases, like, if we were in just, like, a room, I would shut up and just, like, hope that I didn't have to say anything. But since it's just you and I have to, like, try to, like, counter that, there's no counter mm-hmm. to it. You're absolutely right. So it's, like, that's not, you know, that's something that you do not want. Me, on the other hand, like, you know, I am in that position that, you know, my kid, like, some people will say, okay, he's a guy, so his kid is going to come out black regardless or something like that. But they still, right. like, they're gonna be little drakes, like if you wanna call it that. Like I'm gonna be like, oh shit, like you're lighter than me. Like, prime example, my stepbrother, no, oh, I'm sorry, my half brother, because that is kind of skewed way you want to play it or whatever. But uh-huh. um, so he's like really light skinned. Um mm-hmm. my sister, really light skinned. Um me, I came out as chocolate as a fucking Hershey ball, which is completely <laughs> fine. Um and for me, like to be in an interracial relationship, like it was I don't wanna say it was hard to like connect the dots but it was more so like there was a steeper learning curve for me than it was for her because as i guess a guy like i think a lot of people think like oh yeah you can get with someone who is another race and it's easy like it's Mm -hmm. absolutely not like you can date a like woman who is like latin you know latinx or something like that Mm -hmm. and you can go home with them and their family's like oh no like no niggas like it's okay if you say yeah. but I, I just can't have them in the house because that's the blood. Don't then, bring one home. Yeah. Then, mm-hmm. like, prime example, I went on a date with a woman who was a retreat, and this was, like, way back when I was at home. So I, I always preface that, like, back when I was at home. So mm-hmm. um, basically back when I was at home, um, I was dating a girl who was a retreat, and she told me straight up, she was like, oh, we can have all, I just, one, can't bring you home, two, we can't get serious and there can be no mistakes as a number three. I was like, mm-hmm. um, so what's the point? Like there's mm-hmm. absolutely no point at all in me even pursuing. This. So, do you feel like, not to interrupt, but do you feel like some of that is because you're an American black? Like there's like, she's a retreat, so she's African, but there's like mm-hmm. a lot of stigma between 
blacks from other places and like American blacks. Yeah. And for me, I wasn't offended because this is something that one, I've grown up with myself. So it's like, I don't want to say I'm numb to it. It's more so like I was expecting it. It was just more so I'm glad she told me at the beginning. Then you get down the line and then you realize like, it's kind of like the get out situation, but with obviously a set mm-hmm. of people, black guys, like, okay, you get there and you realize like, hey, no, you're not accepted for you. They're going to try to make you some, you know, something completely different. So, you know, just like to be a fly on the wall for my marriage, like mm-hmm. I came into it knowing I was Greg and I would not change. So when I met her parents for the first time, I was like, oh shit, do I have to like, do I got to put on like the happy voice? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I found out that like, it was a little bit different. Like I didn't have to do that because they had already accepted me because I treated their daughter well. So that was like the first. And then for me, it was consistency. It was like, okay, I'm consistently like doing good because I'm a good guy. It's not like I'm just doing it to perform as more so like, this is mm-hmm. who I am and they accepted that. If they didn't accept it, I wouldn't be with their daughter. And that's just how it was. But actually every single relationship like that, every girlfriend that I've been friends with, minus one, because I mean, whatever, I was actually a really like shitty boyfriend at that point. But, mm-hmm. you know, every woman of color, any woman white that I've ever dated, talked to or something like that, like I've tried to treat them with the same respect, but at the same time, you have to be able to understand my plight. So not only that, like my mom, she is the number one. If she don't fuck with you, I, I probably can't fuck with you either. And a mm-hmm. lot of guys go and will say, you know what? Uh, um, Yeah, I love her. So this is just going to be it. And my mom's going to have to deal with it. Not Sherry, if her and my sister don't get along with the girl, then it's just mm-hmm. not going to work. Mm-hmm. Just by chance, this happened and it worked out and I'm happy about it. Some things have really, like, they've been weird. I've been like, damn, like, I didn't know white people did that. I didn't know white people did this. Mm-hmm. I'm sure her, like, the first time I took <laughs> the first time I took her to a cookout was the funniest shit ever. Like, I don't know if she had, like, YouTube, like, how to act <laughs> at a cookout or something like that. But, oh, my God. What did she do? <laughs> so, like, she was, like, completely fine. She's getting along with the cousin stuff. I was like, okay. I wasn't expecting that to be how it was, but it was great. And then there was the awkward moment, but it was an awkward moment from one of my relatives to her. So mm-hmm. mind you, nobody else in my family has brought home a white woman or a white man, at least on my mom's side. My dad's side, I couldn't even tell you about that. But um, okay. what happened with this cookout and everything is fun. And then the cousin that don't nobody know who they are, they're somehow your cousin. He mm-hmm. walks up to me, like, hey, Greg, it's been a while since I've seen you. I was like, I don't even know this nigga's name. Okay, so, <laughs> so, you know, he walks up to me, and then I was like, oh, this is my girlfriend, just blah, blah, blah. So I go and walk off for a second, and then she, for some reason, she comes and makes my plate. I was like, wait, what the fuck? Like, that's, I'm not expecting that from her. Yeah. More importantly, I was like, I don't know if my grandmother had coached her, or like, tapped on the shoulder, like, hey, you need to go make his plate just to test her or something like that, because that's a thing. So, you know, she's making a plate and then she makes her own plate. We're sitting there eating everything. And then I go to go play with my younger cousin so she can get like acclimated to being around my family without. Me. And then this same cousin comes back around and he pulls out his phone. He's like, do you mind if I take a photo with you? And she's like, no, but why? And he's like, well, I just never been around a white person before. And she was like, oh, no, my God. Gonna... <laughs> she was like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to be able to do that. So, you know, oh bringing that God. story. Yeah. Bringing that story all the way back. Like imagine that situation that's how i saw it was okay what happens if i go to one of her family outings because they 
they don't have barbecues, something like that. Mm-hmm. They just literally just do shit outdoors. Like I thought yeah. white people did barbecues. No, they just do shit outdoors. We've mm-hmm. literally gone to weddings where like the reception was on a campground in California that had just burnt up from like forest fires in California. So just take that for Oh my God. Um, so we go and we're, you know, having fun and everything. But they would never be like, oh, Greg, can I take a photo with you? Because I've never taken a photo with black person. And it's one of those anomalies where it's rare and you might not always get that. You could end up being a part of a family that is Trump supporters, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. someone who one of my family members is date, black guy. Really nice dude. Come to find out at my wedding, he's telling everyone he's a Trump like supporter. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. So he's telling everybody he's a Trump supporter and we're all sitting there like, yo, you did not just say and he's the only one in the room oh, no. who all hate Trump. Because I guess he thought that like all white people think alike. I was like, sometimes this is not how it is. So the interracial thing in general, like sometimes it's reading the room, sometimes it's just honestly just minding your fucking business. You don't have to yeah. do a whole lot extra, just yeah. love love and just don't be a dickhead. So um I wanted to bring back like another thing that I wrote mm-hmm. <laughs> like down. Um so I said that I'm tired of this pointless battle between black men and black women over who they date. It's a personal choice and we should all respect it. The division is just insanity. Reason mm-hmm. why I said that is because there's a girl in one of our group me groups who who said that she was attracted to like Liam Hemsworth and like the white men in the world and everything. Yeah. Like that. And some dickhead just goes out of his way to say the most ignorant thing I've ever heard in my life was, oh, but the moment that we like, you know, a white woman or somebody that's not black and it's a fucking problem. I was like, here we go. You're, you're literally taking it. So people say that shit all the time. I was just looking on Instagram today and like Shade Room had posted pictures of Rihanna and her um, boyfriend. He's Middle Eastern from somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but he is he's pretty he's pretty pale and somebody said the same thing it was like oh but the minute it only it's only a pass for serena and rihanna but one minute a black man start dating a white woman it's an issue and like i think and like it's like you said before it's it's not so much that it's a black man dating a white woman it's so much as like a lot of the time there comes disrespect with it there's disrespect with it or or Black men will date white girls with black features. So, for example, mm-hmm. like women like Kim Kardashian, right, and mm-hmm. et cetera, like cultural appropriating women who want to be everything black but actually be black. And yeah. so, men will choose women like that, and then it's problematic because it's like you only like her for her black features, but you mm-hmm. don't want them on a black woman. And so, I feel like when it comes when you add in those pieces, then yes, it's a problem. But like nobody yeah. gives a fuck. Exactly. So I was just thinking of that, like the whole Kanye aspect. And I was going to say, I don't know how this is going to come off to anybody who's listening to this, but this is just how I feel about it, is that black men treat women that aren't of color differently because they're scared to lose them. Like mm. Kanye Kanye does a lot of the stupid shit he does mm-hmm. for Kim. Like Kim can literally be like, hey, let's have 18 children. We're going to have all these surrogate stuff like that. And he can be like, well, I don't want to lose you. So sure. Um, he would not give that same, you know, courtesy to a black man. I know this for a fact, because, I mean, look at the steps that Kanye has taken since, I mean, what, even Amber Rose, something like that. He didn't treat, um, what's her name, um, Alexis. He didn't treat yes. Alexis that way at all. Um, you have, like, even Travis Scott, like, 
yeah, I forgot what's her name. Uh, the R&B singer he was dating before he was dating Kylie. So basically, anybody that the Kardashians have stolen, you know, from an R&B singer, an athlete's baby mom, or something like that, like mm-hmm. they get treated completely different. Like Lamar Older, I'm sure he dated other women after, like he did the coke binge and all that other stupid stuff. But mm-hmm. all he cares about is Chloe. He wants to win Chloe back because that's the trophy. And I mean, truth be told, like. White women aren't the trophy. If you're happy with them, you're happy with them. But they are not the trophy. They do things that will annoy the fuck out of you. This is someone yeah. who was telling you that. It's just, yeah, uh, it's weird. Um, but but I think, but I also think that you have to look at historical uh, historical significance for those things. Mm-hmm. And it, it it sucks that life, us as a people, right? But in general, life is so plagued by past events. So like having a white woman was a was a was a status like that was a symbol of status like i'm actually right now reading um autobiography of malcolm x and like he talks about when he was living in harlem how he was dating well when first when he was living in boston and then when he was dating in harlem uh, when he was living in harlem he was dating a white woman who ended up having a husband and he still kept her around because as soon as she came around, everybody's like, oh, who's that? Who's that? Who's that? And it elevated him in, like, a status symbol. This is in, what, like, the 50s, maybe? And so I feel like a lot of those things carry because that's what you're intentionally or unintentionally, like, that's what a lot of people are, are, are raised on. Yeah. But then you have, like, you have, like, flipped that. So it'll be a situation where if a woman that was black or of color did the same thing, she's called a, you know, a Negro bedwitch mm. or a race traitor. Um, what if, like, that woman just liked that man for their personality and their intelligence? Like, um, it's, like, really touchy because it's, like, it's coming from Greg who's in an interracial relationship, but it's also things that I see because mm-hmm. when I go out, like, people will go, I'll see a guy and the way that they talk to like a black woman versus how they talk to like a white woman. It's completely different. It's almost like if you know you were going to two different job interviews, like you as a like black man, you're going into a job interview and there's a black woman, you feel a little bit more comfortable because you feel as though she's going to sympathize with you and Mm -hmm. she's just there because you're the same color. But then Mm -hmm. if you're going on the same type of interview and your second interview is with a white woman, you're going to put on a face to portray yourself as something else until you get to that position and you're like, all right, now I'm gonna let my niggas, sh- you know, I'm gonna let my niggas. Sh- mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it, it's weird. Maybe I shouldn't be in a position to say it, but it has to be said because if I don't, then nobody else will, especially on medium. So, but I feel like I feel like people are aware of that though. Like I feel mm-hmm. like people are I feel like people are aware of the fact that like there's a certain persona that people of color are trained to put yeah. on for white folks, and then there's a certain persona that not and like at some point you at some point you do stop giving a fuck but like it's it's tough because at the end of the day like we we still live in their worlds Mm -hmm. like until until there's like real life equity in Mm -hmm. life like people still have to play as white people i and like this is a conversation i had with my brother a while ago like you can make choices not to live in a white man's world like i don't work for white people Mm-hmm. I don't work with white people. I don't work with white kids. I don't look. And it's some people like it, it literally sounds like I'm forcing myself into segregation. But like for me, I just I find where I'm comfortable. Like I'm not trying to do no truck and drive. I have like even though like the white people that are around me now, sometimes I just feel like I have to check them. Like 
exponentially yeah. at all times. I made one of my coworkers really uncomfortable the other day because um, the condensed version is like I was eating something. She asked me for a small piece of it, and I said, okay. And then without asking me again, she just took more. Mm-hmm. And I looked at her and I was like, yo, that was the whitest shit you've ever done. Mm-hmm. And she was like, really? And I was like, I was like, yes. I was like, white people are always overstepping boundaries and taking shit that is not for them. Oh, absolutely. And was she was like, and she was like, really? And I was like, yes, you can just ask Native Americans. They thought they were making friends to feed corn and now they're all dead. Look at them. Mm-hmm. And she's laughing, but she's uncomfortable. But I'm like, but for me, like, I look at that shit in, in, in a scope of like, these are white people I deal with at work. Mm-hmm. If I were to go through that dating, I could not. Yeah. And she's a really awesome, she's great. But like, I could not, I could not, I could not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You were going to say something, go ahead. Oh, uh, no, like you hit the point. So I mean, I'm not even going to like go against it. That was just absolutely accurate. Um, we, God, we got a lot. This is, this might be a whole hour instead of like our normal, like 30, 45 minutes. I know. Minutes. Um, so, um, so we talk. Basically, we kind of like embody the whole taking them back home to family thing. I don't. I think at this point, everybody knows how that goes. And if you mm-hmm. don't, I mean, just watch a Tyler Perry movie or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's almost the truth. Um, I'll say it's almost the truth. It's not always one hundred percent accurate, but then there's that. Um, basically, uh, did we talk about we talked about black women not being sought after, uh, sought after by black men? Um, oh, this one we have to talk about. So, I have two things I'm annoyed with. Um, mm-hmm. The first one, you'll you'll probably already know exactly what it is, um, is that I actually get annoyed when people start talking about how cute mixed babies are. Oh, I hate that shit. Yeah. That's like a fetish in itself that's weird as fuck to me. <laughs> like, it's actually, it's I... almost to the point where like, you know how like, how do you call it, like breeding a dog or something yes, like that? Yes, yes, like, that's what you're doing. Yes, yeah. it's exactly that. It, it's fucking weird as if someone who's going to have biracial children like for me like i'm not fawning over the idea of it it's just like yeah i know that they're going to be mixed with the both of us and that's completely fine but i'm not sitting here like drawing up blueprints of like oh well, mm-hmm. i hope my kid comes out with like light green eyes and she's like no i just want a healthy child and honestly i don't want other people saying it actually kind of offends me when people are like oh yeah you guys are going to have cute babies i'm like i just want the motherfuckers to be healthy come yeah out that's with it 10 fingers 10 toes to us so, that's it but a lot of people think completely different when it comes to it so a lot of that also is just like being and when it comes from okay so it comes from two places right so for some for black people for some black people who say stuff like that it comes from hating your own features right it comes from like hating whatever skin nose hair eyes whatever it is and like putting and putting stock into white european values and standards of beauty like that's where a lot of that (laughs) comes from in that regard and then i think for white people on the flip it's exactly what you said it's just like fetishizing and like trying to breed um children um and a lot of times honestly also also some some men mostly black men who fetishize Mm -hmm. having babies with Latin women, mm-hmm. they choose that they, they want to have daughters who look like the women that they're sexually attracted to. And that shit is disgusting because Absolutely. nobody cares. Nobody cares if a boy is black. If a boy mm-hmm. is black, you don't, you rarely hear a black man be like, I can't wait to have a mixed son. It's always mm-hmm. a mixed daughter with the curly hair and the whatever, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever. 
Newsflash, not all mixed babies look like that. And not all at mixed all. babies are attractive. Look at Lonzo Ball. He is not attractive. And his mama is white. Oh, Lord. So there we go. <laughs> I wish I had the soundboard right now. But <laughs> it's just it's so weird. But, um, like, that comes into, like, race mixing, right? So from what I've seen, it's like race mixing isn't the problem. Mm-hmm. It's more so, like, the... I can put like the true white, like Aryan blood discussion that pisses me off more than anything else. Like if the person that you love is a different race, then why are you worried about what color your kid is? Cause well, I care about what color my kid is. Oh no, I'm, no, I'm not speaking about us. Oh. Like I'm speaking of like true white, like Aryan oh, yeah, blood. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. when you have, how, how can no, I put it? Bl- um, no, I know, I know what it is. Blonde hair, blue eye, but I'm just saying like, it's, it's, it's difficult for me because, like, people get a aff- some. I think people are sometimes when they get offended, like mm-hmm. when when Asian people only want Asian babies, nobody gives a fuck. Yeah. Or like when Jewish people only want Jewish babies, nobody cares. Exactly. But then when it's like certain, so mm-hmm. for me, I'm like, if you want to keep your shit with the shit, you do that. You yeah. you keep it there. And that I agree with. I think the only thing I do disagree, not with what you said, but with the whole, like, the tr- I'll just call it, like, the true white Aryan yeah. thing. It's yeah. the the notion of, like, inclusion, but, like, making an exception to the rule. Because I've mm-hmm. seen articles, and I've, I read often a lot on Reddit and online, just regular articles. And there was one story that happened a few months ago we covered on the show where there was like this racist white dude and it was all over the news, all over Twitter and everything. So racist mm-hmm. white dude finds out that his daughter is in an interracial relationship, has a kid with the father or whatever. The mm-hmm. father, I guess her father or whatever, the racist guy, loves the grandkid. Racism like, oh, like he's just one of us. But the father of the kid can't fucking stand him. He's a nigga this, he's a nigga. I'm like, damn. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's when like, for me, that's when the race mixing becomes a problem when you don't accept everything. It's mostly like, hey, we'll accept them, but you you take a back seat right now. Like, you're yeah. here, but I only have to accept you because of her and not anything else. So that kind of disturbs me a little bit. It's not going to change anytime soon, but I guess, like, it's just something that kind of disturbs me. But that's, I think, that that's that's in more places than, you, than, mm-hmm. you'd, than you'd want it to be, than you'd hope it be, you know? Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. I'm thinking. I have lots of thoughts. I have lots of thoughts. I'm trying to process which one to come out first, right? But I think that that should happen more often than not. I feel like that happened to me yeah. as a kid. So I'm, I'm gonna read you something that I was typing up because I was just thinking about just things like to yeah. talk about on the show. So it's it's a paragraph, or whatever. But um, I, I had taken like a part of this from like Reddit because I was like, okay, I want to like expound on this a little bit. Some things just might come off skewed or whatever. So I said, I think that within the black community, male privilege makes it such that black men can have sex with whomever they want. Like whoever referencing like situations like R. Kelly. Mm -hmm. He Mm -hmm. feels like he can have situations with anyone, age, gender, you know, sex, like Mm -hmm. all that. Like, And then therefore there are black men who are dating white women and they're just seen as just an extension of that. And since it's so prevalent, it's also seen as inevitable, like, oh, just another black dude with a white. Like, that just seems to be like, uh, uh, you know, common formality. So, that, and I said that, but black women, on the other hand, are property of the black community and of black men. So, I don't know if you want to take it that way. Like, I'm not being offensive. It's just, no, I know what you mean. What I, you know, what I've in seen. Terms of, in terms of, like, emotional possession, I know what you mean. 
Exactly. So their loyalty should always be to black men. And if a black man is not treating a black woman that great by, you know, doing just simple shit like marrying her or by cheating on her, by disrespecting her, it's mm-hmm. still her duty to be for. Um, mm-hmm. And I know we're supposed to be talking about interracial relationships, but this all ties in. So therefore, black women dating another race is viewed as a slight against her community and a slight against black men. And people are going to say something about it because black women are considered their being the black man's property. Um, it's also less common because many black women willingly uphold that, uh, you know, that unwavering loyalty to black men. So when it does happen, it's seen as just anything but inevitable. I said that because I've seen a lot of women say things on more so Twitter, group me, Facebook, like, you know, we're here for you black men and you just don't care. Or we're, you know, we're trying for you. We're campaigning for you. Like what's the, um, the show that just came on Netflix? Um, 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 uh, they will, when they, something see us, hold on. When they, when they see us, when they see us, when they see us. Yes. So, you know, women were literally like pouring out tears saying they can't watch the show because they can't see black men being treated this way. Yeah. I'm not sure that same situation, that same sentiment would happen if it were. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And it, would, it would absolutely not happen that way. It hurts. Like, you know, to me, just personally, like it hurts to just see that. And being as though like I talk to like my friends who like, all races, but I have this one group that, you know, you're in it, I added you to it today, mm-hmm. that we talk these things all day. And sometimes the best times to just like shut up and listen is in those groups when there's just like women who have that little moment where they're just angry about something and they're saying things that are factual, things that they've been waiting and that have been pent up. And you're like, you know what? If I just shut back instead of like fighting it and trying to argue it down, you get a whole lot more information. So one day I just literally, what I did was I put my phone on like, you know, no keyboard and just was like reading the comments. It's like, okay, all yeah. this shit, like it's, it's hitting home. And there was some points I was like, damn, I just want to grab the keyboard. But I'm like, okay, all I'm going to do is just make an excuse. So maybe uh-huh. I should just shut up and listen. A lot of guys, a lot of black men should just shut up and listen. And if you're in an interracial relationship, if you are in a, you know, a, you know, a hetero homosexual relationship, sometimes it's okay to just shut up and be wrong or mm-hmm. just learn a bit and a lot of people won't and that is i guess this is my little truth to it um no but i mean i'm i'm appreciative of you saying that because i do feel like just globally i feel like there is more care overall for men and for women and then i feel like in our community there's a lot more care for black men than for black women like this is a little bit of like a diversion but if you look at you mentioned r kelly they were black men and black women going mm-hmm. to bat for this nigga, like going to bat for him. And I'm it's like, tried. what, like, what, what else do you need? Like, yeah. what else do you need for you to see that this nigga is trifling? And then even with Bill Cosby, like, niggas was going to bat for this old geezer. And it's like, yo, people are accusing him of ridiculous, horrible things. And you are still sitting here backing him. But then, like, I saw this one meme and it made me laugh, but it's true. Like, one guy could say that a girl is a hoe and she a hoe. Fifteen women say a man is a rapist and it's questionable. And it's just, Mm -hmm. like, you, you, not you, but people in general, like, I just feel like so much more is put into men, into black Mm -hmm. men, into black women. And that a lot of that comes from family dynamic, like, men being revered. And I'm not saying that they shouldn't be. But 
to a point where everything everything else is secondary. And it's really I don't know, it's 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 upsetting, but I'm glad that you brought that up. Yeah. It, I don't know, man. It it's it's really touching, man. Like there's only so much I can say because somebody's you know, in five years, if this podcast ever goes like global or some shit, like well, look at Greg on his public Instagram, because at that point I have to go public and shit, right? So, <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you know, look at his wife. She's white and they won't understand that, you know, like, one, I really don't give a fuck. And let me just go and say, like, honestly, it's none of their fucking business. Okay, that's just, like third time I said that, but I mean that shit, actually. Um, a lot of people will go and cape for their relationship, and that's fine. But once you start putting your business out there, be it interracial or, like, just regular, like, a black mm-hmm. couple just, mm-hmm. you know, putting their things out. It looks like you're performing. So I, I know it's like, for me, I scaled back my posts and everything like that because I didn't want it to seem as though like, oh, well, look, we're just together and we're going to the library. We're going to go walk the dog. And it's not because I want to hear, like, you know, I want people to stop commenting. Like, I love, like, the likes and stuff like that. But it's like, we're just happy, bro. Like, it's nice yeah. to know that you I'm happy. You don't have to prove it. Yeah. Yeah, but a lot of a lot of people do that shit. Like honestly, when I was going through the wedding thing, like I was posting like shit because I was like, yo, like I'm happy to be married. I didn't even think I was going to get married. I thought I was gonna be out here forever, not knowing like what the fuck I was gonna do. If mm-hmm. like I, if you know my wife was black, I'd be like, you know what? Damn, like I would be doing the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. But one thing you won't catch me doing is like the disrespect thing. And our group, like my number one rule, it does it's not even like race at all it's just like just respect women and it all boils down to guys just not respecting women and that's across the board white black green gray blue mm-hmm. whatever like a lot of guys don't respect women because they always have options oh yeah and yeah. um when we went out we went out last night and one of my friends was there and she was telling me about like tinder and mind you i'm not on tinder i don't know how these fucking dating sites work anymore and mm-hmm. She showed me the shit that people were saying on Twitter. Like, they have, like, dick print gifts as they, like, avatars. I was like, this is mm, fucking... Wow. Like, how do you, how do you wow. date the social climate of, like, as a woman, I know I would be fucking terrified. You can't meet a guy at a bar because you think he's going to try to get you drunk or put some drugs in your shit. And then you meet a guy online and the online personality is not the same nigga that you met in public. In per- oh. yep. You know, the new thing that I just found out that I don't know if it's like a 2019 thing. I'm sure it's been happening in the last couple of years is women flying out to meet dudes. Like, what is it called? Like, flewed out or some shit like Getting that? flewed out? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, like, girls are going out and, like, they're going and fucking with dudes from different states. And they're getting to these states and the shit's not what it was all panned out to be. So, story time. <laughs> Look. Do you go know? ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I just so, have I have I have a, a brief flute out story about men being oh, disrespectful. Oh lord. Oh, well, and I, they probably I, look if they if you if this person hears this shit. Oh boy. Oh well. Oh well. So I was with my homegirl and we mm-hmm. went. This was not that long ago. Uh-huh. I was with my homegirl and we went to her friend's house. Just some guy that she knows from a while. It was me, my homegirl, her homegirl. We went to the boy's house because we were getting ready to go to party. So we go to we go in the house. And it's a girl in there. Oh, boy. And he didn't introduce the girl to us. The girl didn't speak to us. So we're all just like, well, there's a girl in here. Condensed version was that this girl flew herself out to get to this man's house. 
And while this girl is in this man's house, this man is all in my face. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is so problematic, but I feel like that behavior is always accepted. Like, men think that shit is funny. Like, this girl spent whatever money to come see you, whatever the case may be. You, you, And that's the thing. Like, men lead women on without... without mm-hmm and won't acknowledge it. So yeah. you let this girl on enough for her to feel comfortable spending her, her hard-earned money to fly to New York to come see you and you get here and you flirt with another shorty you just met on her face. I would have left. I would have went I, home. I, I can't do shit like that. I would have um, went home. Well, I mean, that's actually tame. That, like, some of the shit that I've heard, like, initially when I'm hearing these stories, I'm like, all right, how they have, like, it just kept escalating. And for me, when I feel like I'm hearing a story where it just gets better and better and better, I'm thinking either it's a lie or it's like you're putting on to make sure that like your part of the story doesn't sound as bad. Mm-hmm. This, shit, this shit was fucking bad. Like this was so bad that they were like myself and like four other dudes. We just like are privately texting like, yo, do you see this shit? And he's like, yeah, like, just wait. It's got to get better. It's got to get better. So let me get to the story. So there was a girl in the group who I guess like she went to go meet a dude that was in Chicago. Goes to meet a dude in Chicago. And the guy that I guess showed up, same dude that she wanted to like hook up with and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Dude shows up, broke as fuck. His, I guess his car doesn't work or whatever. So she's paying for shit. And then he says he has to go meet up with somebody, I guess a friend or something like that. Comes out that this friend is a drug dealer. So drug dealer or whatever, they end up meeting up or whatever. She gets tied into all this whole Then, you know, after that, they have to find a place to stay because it's like, hey, like, you know, he didn't get a hotel or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Goes to get the hotel. She pays for it. Well, no, Mm-mm. they first go get an Airbnb. They get an Airbnb. He's like, hey, no, nah, it's not safe for us to be in an Airbnb. So I'm like, wait a minute. How's it Why? not safe? To I mean, I just put two and two together. I was like, okay, like, you just met up with a drug dealer. It's probably safer to be in a hotel where they can't guess the room versus where they can guess the fucking um. That's thing. true. That's true. That's true. Okay. So, so I was like, okay, anything's possible. So I, so at this point, I'm laughing. I was like, okay, this shit just keeps getting better and better and better. I had my popcorn ready, okay? So after she tells us that he doesn't want to get the Airbnb to get the hotel, she buys a hotel. So I was like, wait, so did he buy the Airbnb? She was like, no, I bought the Airbnb because the hotel room. I was like, wait, so you went and bought the hotel. You went and bought the Airbnb. You hung out with drug dealers. Like, you Pablo Escobar at this point, right? Like, you, <laughs> you, you're, doing, you're doing a lot. And I said it, and I wasn't trying to be disrespectful. I was like, you're doing this for dick. Did you at least get the dick? That's all I cared about. I was like, did you get so, And because I'm petty. I'm just like... All this shit, I don't care about. Did you fuck? So, all this, she goes as they go to the hotel, and he runs her a bubble bath and all that. I was like, oh, that shit sounds sweet. Did he fuck, though? Like, I just need to know that. Like, that's what you came into town for. If you're getting flown out, like, you want to get taken on a nice dinner, you go out, you wear your little dress, stuff like that, and then you fuck. Like, I thought that was, like, protocol to being flown out. Flu- it's flued yeah. out, right? It's not flued it's out. Okay, flued I- out. It's flued out. <laughs> Okay. I don't want to disrespect anybody. I don't want nobody, you know, atting us, talking about... <laughs> Period. It's fluid out. This city girl's going to be mad as hell. It's fluid out. Wait. It's like, great. There's two, e- it's two E's, right? So it's fluid out. Like, no. Fluid it's long- out. So after, <laughs> after she goes... She gets this- I'm sorry. This is ridiculous. So after she goes and she gets the, like, bubble bath and massage and stuff like that, I asked. I was like, did you smash? Because I'm like, at this point, I have to treat her like a brother. And I'm like, hey... Did you do this? Because I'm hoping you did it because 
you're wasting a lot of fucking time. You're not goods, right? So she's like, no, the first night we just chilled and we watched movies. I was like, so got you all proud up after having you go through like this drug cartel and shit. And then you didn't smash the first night. I'd have flown out the next morning. So then they hung out all weekend. They went out to dinner and everything. So I'm assuming they hooked up. She still didn't tell us the story. So if you're listening, please tell me like part 27. <laughs> like, Trapped in the closet chapter. So after she goes and tells us this, then she says, oh, well, you know, on the last day we left, that's when I knew something happened that she wasn't telling us everything because she went from getting a bubble bath and then going out to dinner and hanging out to all of a sudden it's the day that they're leaving. So I was like, this is a pretty big gap of shit that just is not being told. So she goes and says, oh, well, dude didn't want to go and, you know, have to get a new card at the bank or whatever. So what I did was he couldn't get home from his flight because his flight was canceled. I was like, there's no fucking how your flight is canceled that much. You can't go and rebook a flight. And she's like, I didn't want to buy a new hotel because he had to go to work the next day. So what I did was I bought him a flight. I was like, wait, so you paid for uh-uh. Airbnb uh-uh. hotel. Uh-uh. You, uh-uh. you probably paid dinner at this point because remember I told you the guy's car didn't work. Then you had this whole situation of meeting up with Pablo Escobar. Rest in peace. And then you <laughs> ended up, then you ended up going and buying this man's plane flight. And then it got worse. I, I thought, I was like, okay, there can't be anything worse than that. Needless to say, dude ends up going and getting the flight, but then she doesn't have a flight because she spent her money, and then she catches the Amtrak statewide. So, yeah. Oh, my caught, I, I don't know how God. the fuck she, she caught the train from Chicago. Not the regular, like, the Amtrak, not the... Regular, what's the uh, the uh, seller, the fucking Amtrak, the one that the local, stopped. the local yeah, one, yes. Yeah. I don't know where she was going, but <laughs> wow, um, that's how niggas will have you out here. Niggas will have you out here with no fun. Yeah, we, we have to figure out, like, anybody who's listening to this, like, we're not high maintenance, no. we're not low maintenance, we're medium maintenance, okay? So, we have to come up with like a top five, a top five things that you have to do when you're getting flued up. Okay. So okay, you so have you, to pay for if if I'm getting flued out. Like if you look, if you asking me to come somewhere, you paying for my ticket. Mm-hmm. You paying for my accommodation because okay. I'm not staying at your dusty ass house because I don't know where you live. Okay. I don't know who your friends. I don't even know you for real. So mm-hmm. that you have to have some shit. Look, okay, it depends on what's the thing. Because if I'm just going there to have sex with you, then like we don't have to plan anything. But if you're yeah. actually trying to like impress me, then we have to have activities. Like, don't tell me to fucking come to fucking Arizona and then you just have me sit in the desert fighting rattlesnakes all day. Like, there wait, has to be something wait, to do. <laughs> <laughs> like, there has to be something to do. Now, question, now question about this whole this flown out sex situation. So, flewed out. Flewed out. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> so say for example you go get flued out or whatever right i'm getting this right i'm not saying flown i'm saying flu. So say you get flued out and you know y'all accommodations were to hey you he got a hotel you were filling him you were vibing with him uh-huh. and he gets his hotel and your whole idea was to have sex or something like that like y'all supposed okay. to fall. cool i hate yeah. saying having sex it sounds like like you're going to supposed, to, supposed to get the draws like, yeah, yeah. I'm listening. So, you, you're busting cheeks okay so you're going and doing that and you get all the way there, and he does something that, like, just rub you the wrong way. Like, you're like, all right, this is, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like, you know, he's making drug deals. He, all of a sudden, his car gets demagnetized. That could drive up the pussy real quick. I'm sure it has to. Mm-hmm. It has to. 
just imagine you get flued out. I had to say, <laughs> <laughs> you go get flued out. And you realize you get all the way there and all the money that he was supposed to spend on you that weekend was on the flight. And you know what? I, I'm, I'm sorry. I've, I've I'm going to tell you shit. something. Go ahead. I'm, okay, I've never been flued out before because I just refuse. Like, I just, no, like, it, it's been off. I just, no, I just don't do it. Um, I will never go somewhere where I don't know somebody else. So, yeah. like, I'm not going to be fucking with no nigga that live in Nebraska because I don't know nobody else that live there. Exactly. So, like, if a nigga is in California and he's like, oh, let me fly you out to L.A., whatever, I have mad friends in L.A. If some shit goes south, take my ass right to their house. And then if mm. I have to, if I can't stay at their house, then I can pay. That's another thing, though. You have to be able to make sure you can pay for your own shit. Like, mm-hmm. the expectation, okay, what you would like is for your man to pay for your stuff. But if something happens and then you can't pay for your stuff, you're just going to be sleeping on the sidewalk. Exactly. And I'm prideful as fuck. Like, I will... There have been times that I was with one of my friends on vacation and she pissed me off so bad. I was looking for airline tickets to change my airline ticket because I was like, I'm going home. I didn't go, but I I would do some shit like that. Like, I need to go home to where I feel peaceful because nothing is worse than being away from your home and being stressed out. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, if you don't have someone that already lives in that's a friend, have a backup plan. Have a backup nigga that is already in that town. So- I'm in your city. Yeah, like, hey, stranger, like, I don't know. Like, what do y'all say? Like, what do women say when they, like, you know, what they really don't want to be around this nigga, but it's like, I ain't got a choice right now. Like, you know, my plans fell through. You know, that's never happened to me before. It's tough because I'm, look, man, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not rude. I'm not rude when I date, but if I have to be straight to the point, like, I have been on a date and I was bored and I was like, I'm ready for you to take me home. Mm-hmm. Hey, and, you that man money though. So, huh? I said you saved him money though. I mean, we had already been on the date. He had already spent money, like drinks mm-hmm. and food and whatever. And then I was just like, there was nothing else. So for yeah. me, I don't care about your money. I'm more concerned about my time. Like, if you're really concerned yeah. about the money, I'll pay you out for the date. <laughs> like, exactly. just take me home, <laughs> save my time, please. Um, but I feel like if you. If you don't have somebody, I feel like you do have to hit up another nigga. Or like I said, like you have to be in a position to accommodate yourself. Like an Airbnb, like a room in somebody else's house might not be ideal, but that shit is like $30 a night. Like you have to be able to accommodate yourself in ways where you're not just depending on somebody else because that shit could go belly up at any point. Exactly. Yeah. Like you, But like you said, like the dude's supposed to pay for the accommodation. Uh, number two is... Um, Make sure that you can pay for your own shit, like you said. Like, just because, you know, you flew Spirit Airlines with that one backpack, mm-hmm, like that, mm-hmm, it, it, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Hey, I, I'm, I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. I'm, 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 Put I'm, me I'm on Delta. Somebody, can, can I just say, I'm going to give somebody <laughs> the cheat code. So, ladies, say if the the dick is that bomb, or you hope the dick is that bomb because he sent you, like, the remote selfie. I call it the remote selfie. Where <laughs> <you're>, <laughs> <laughs> we, we, you know, you, you, you put your dick next to the to the. Uh, I haven't seen one of those in a really long time. Hey, you'd be surprised. Um, um, or now, now dudes are sending like the the boomerang dick. Like you know how Instagram has that own their own little yeah, boomerang. I didn't yeah. know that was a thing until I joined this group. They niggas t- are sending boomerang dick pics. Dick pics. Um, I thought that like. Like when people were saying, oh, yeah, I'm sending pictures, I'm thinking they still use Snapchat, right? No, they're not. Snapchat's not the wave anymore. I'm getting old. It's not the wave. They're like, oh, no, just send the boomerang. 
I was um, like, the day? Yeah. A boom, send a boom. You know what? Ladies, send a boomerang of the day. Ladies, if you're listening to this show, Mercedes said it best. Send a boomerang. Because <laughs> I, I, I just don't know. So, I'm three, floored. Um, I am floored right now. I'm, so, I'm sorry. Like, for me, as as a married guy, like I like I looked at like my transition of dick pics over the years, right? Because I mean, you got to keep it spicy, right? You got to go and be like, "Hey, here it is, it's on the tape, boom!" Like, and and send it to her just to make sure that she appreciates it for when you get <laughs> you know, she, you know, when she gets at work, she's on her lunch break. It's like, "Hey, yeah, I know you were oh, eating a salad, God. but I'm gonna throw this in, oh, right?" Like, my God. you know, we're talking amongst ourselves about like dick pic protocol so you know we have obviously the number one law is unsol- you know no unsolicited dick pics cool so i didn't know that there's a caveat to this so you don't send a dick pic you ask first obviously like hey like you know do you mind if i send you something she's like no you're like all right no so a dude tells us in the group he was like no you send them a picture of dick cheney first if she laughs <laughs> if she laughs then you're like, okay, you know, I'm in the mood. You, you're flirting back and forth. It's like, hey, I got something to send you. I just took it. If you send, I guess, that way, then it's, I want to say it's okay from what he said. Now, me, I don't get to send dick pics that regularly because I ain't shit. And, I mean, I'm going to recycle my nudes. I don't go. <laughs> the dick is the same, okay? Like, you know, as long as it's lotioned, like, you should not have to worry about taking the. But, um. You have to be careful with recycling nudes. I have a story, but... Oh, boy. Oh, uh, it's story go, time, then. Go, go ahead. <laughs> it's story time, then. It's not about story time. All right, <laughs> oh, so... This. Oh, fuck. I have to condense this story. Anyway, so I used to date this guy who was garbage. Like, trash, 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 trash. And, um... I'm... Because he was so trash, he knew every... Like, he knew every trick in, like, every trick in the book. So, like... Much of our dating was just me trying to like outsmart him for a lot of things because I'm I used to be trash as well, oh, and Lord. so I told the story. Did you say I used to be trash as well? I didn't say that. What are you talking about? Okay. Um, We're recording, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was seeing this person, not like not exclusively, but we were seeing each other, and he would get he was possessive, whatever. But, like I didn't care, so just slip around it. So an ex of mine, so he wanted to hang out that night, my ex at the time, wanted mm-hmm. to hang out that night. Um, but one of my other exes wanted to come to my house and talk to me about something. And so I texted him and I was like, I text my, damn, I don't know how to differentiate between the two. I texted the ex I was currently seeing at the time. And I was like, hey, babe, like, I can't see you tonight. I got to go to my sister's house. Something came up, whatever. And he was like, okay. So I was like, phew, I'm in the clear. Then right before I go to sleep, he asked to send, he asked me to send him a picture. So I was, so I sent him an old one that I had, but he had never seen it before. Cause I was like, fuck, I can't take a picture in my house because he knows what my house looks like. And I'm supposed to be at my sister's. So it was just a pic I had in Snapchat from like a few months ago. Mm-hmm. And in the corner, 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 corner of that picture, I had burgundy nails like you could see it but it was so tiny and so small that i was like this nigga dumb he not gonna see this shit and then i sent it before you could crop no 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 i just didn't care like i was just like i was just like (laughs) because my thing is i was like he's not gonna notice it like there was for me like for you to have seen that you had to have zoomed in the picture oh yeah 
So I was like, this nigga not going to go see that shit. And I sent it. Then I saw him the next morning. Everything was fine. Blah, blah, blah. Woo, woo. Then, like, the next, that, that night, after I had already seen him, he texted me and was like, is it easy for you to lie to me? And mm-hmm. I was like, what are you talking about? What do you mean? Mm-hmm. And the condensed version is he was like, your nail polish in that picture was burgundy and your nail polish today was blue. Da, 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 da. What we, and it became like this whole thing of like, what were you doing? Where you was at? And I was like, yo, uh-huh. I never said that picture was new. Yeah. I just had to see you relax. Because you just have to understand, okay? Um, I guess there's another top five. We already did the top five clone out rule. So, guy etiquette when it comes to me. One, you only ask once, okay? Just stop asking. If you ask once, she says no, ask in about nine days. Usually, you can recycle in nine days. I didn't, like, nine all, days. All, all women, nine yeah, all women have, like, like y'all photo albums are simple shit like plants memes gifts um for some I'll reason y'all got yeah like i'm I'm just saying it could be an eggplant and i'm not talking about like an actual like thing you know what i mean so i know you got I that then you have like your sex gifts because apparently women love sex gifts i did not know this shit until this group like women literally just have sex gifts in their phone just I didn't to know that. okay Soon come for you, man. Soon come. So <laughs> then you have like buried into like a deep dock, like a deep dock of just like photos or like the 19 photos that she just felt she was fooling herself that day. And she's like, you know what? I'm gonna take a photo. I'm gonna stand in front of the mirror, you know, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna get sexy on them. And then when it's, you know, the right time or when I'm actually just laying in here with my sweatpants on and he tell me to send him something sexy, boom, there it is. And that's, I guess, like protocol of, I guess, news for women. Um, guys, we work a little bit differently. Like, I'm not going to stand in front of a mirror, like with my leg cocked up, and give you like, you know, <laughs> the, the goods. Like, that's weird. Um, videos, like, dudes should not be sending videos of themselves doing nasty shit. I, whenever a girl tells me that, I think it's really fucking disgusting that a dude has that much time to go and like pull out their phone and be focusing at the same time. Like, no, just, no. <laughs> um, okay. So you son. agree? No, you don't agree. I think I don't, I, most girls like that shit. Well, I'm sure. Like you, one of them, you just being discreet, but it's okay. No, 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 no. I'm not being discreet. Like, okay, here's the thing. I only like that shit from the person I'm dealing with. I don't want no random ass. Mm-mm. But yeah, like but I have that, to be like I have to be dealing with that person for for me to for me to appreciate dick anything dick pics okay. dick videos if it's not phys- like mm. yeah. I mean y'all y'all be giving up some trash news too like there has to be like a clause in like nude etiquette so okay like, explain if, yeah if you if if you got a little bit of a gut like that that's fine like bring your little fluffy ass here like you know like you don't got to put your hand on your chest to make it seem like it's there. If you cover it, it's there. Like, they're still going to fuck. Like, no dude has ever, except for me, because it was this, okay, let me, how can I start this? So, anybody who knows me or does not know me, my number one rule mm-hmm. of thumb, and I don't care what anybody tells you, it's not going to change. Red nails mm-hmm. are trash, okay? Like, I almost got red nail polish today, and I was like, Greg is going to kill me, and then yeah. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it, though. Yeah. Um, and I had to explain to someone exactly what I meant with this. It's not that red nails are trash. Like you can wear red nails. I'm sure they're cute. They're on not even on the right person. Like if that's what makes you happy, then sure. 
Maybe mm. it's because I feel as though the worst color to see on a woman with chip nails is red. That's what oh, makes yeah. red. Yeah. yeah. Like you can have like white chip nails and you're like, all right, cool, like whatever. You can have blue. You can have black. Honestly, you can have the neon colors. That's the new trend. Shout out to women who are wearing like neon yellow and neon green. I saw y'all. Um, but anyway, <laughs> so the red, it just, it just looks like I don't even want to say like a streetwalker because I don't want to be disrespectful. But it's more so like why, like especially when you have what do you call like that new growth, so you can see yeah. like that, like with a red nail, it just is ugly. Like it's, it's like a dude that. Do you have an? Ex- do you have a bad? Do you have a bad like? Uh, like. Uh, red nail. mental what's the word i'm looking for like is there something about red nail polish with you yeah, like do you have do you have a thing with red like but why though like where does that come from because so, i feel like um, when people are nitpicky like that it comes from some like especially about specific things it comes from somewhere it's a few things so one it reminds me of like the old ass librarian who would ask you for your library <laughs> um two it reminds me of like when you I used to go to like family reunions and stuff and there would be like that older aunt and I was mm-hmm. like, you know, I would be out and just be playing and she's like, oh, you're so cute. If you were just a little bit older, like, no, bitch, I'm nine. Like, what? Like, <laughs> no. It's not funny because great. that's predatory behavior. But, it's yeah, but it, it is predatory behavior. It's like, more importantly, like, I'm your like great, great nephew and shit. Like, no, uh, it's weird. So you grow up thinking you're like, you're cute and shit. Like, no. So there's number two. Number three, obviously the boomerang movie with like the hammer toe that uh, homegirl had uh, what's her name uh Leia Rashawn like when she had the like corns and the bunions and she had the red mm-hmm. nail polish and it was spotty and shit like that yeah so there's that and then just of all the color spectrums like I know red means royalty but I mean Chris Brown named his daughter royalty and <laughs> know the background behind that and I'm the little girl is beautiful I'm never going to disrespect her what I am saying though is no just the color red is, it's just not, it's not hot. Um, so when women go and say, oh, well, you want to get whatever nails I give you, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, wait a minute. But if you're doing it and you want to be attracted to me, like to dudes or to men, rather, wouldn't you want to hear their input on what they like versus what they don't like? So if a dude like myself and you were vibing, we're talking, I tell you like, hey, like, you know, red nails kind of turn me off or something like that. Like, that's. For you to be like, you know what? Fuck him. I ain't going, you know, I'm going to rock yeah. red nails. But he's going to deal with it. And I'm like, you know what she's going to have to rock with? Not this nigga. Like, it's not going to happen. We just going to have to go. Um, Same thing with women who say shit like they don't date guys with dreads or dudes with patchy beards and shit like that. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, if you have your requirements, I have mine too. I think mine's relatively easy. Red nails, absolutely no. Um, People who don't floss. Absolutely not. That shit is actually the worst thing I've ever seen. In my people life. who don't floss is fucking disgusting. Yeah. And brush your fucking tongue. What is wrong with you people? You niggas crazy. <laughs> what? Like, I had a coworker walk up on me today, and I was like, "Yo, I know you ate chop today. I know you ate chop because I can smell it." Just, oh my god! Yeah. It's just got like you got the white film on your tongue, and then you Ugh, got ew. Mm-mm, yeah, mm-mm, some things that like not just. Scrape your tongue. Um, we need to get a sponsor on this show now. I think about it. We're just spitballing here, but yeah, like brush your tongue, brush your teeth, floss. They have water picks now, so there's no excuse. Don't go and buy the CVS ones that you're talking about. Oh, they irritate my teeth. Get the water pick. It helps. I'm <laughs> um, so um, back to dick pics. So we already did story time. We, talked we have about talked about so many things today. <laughs> we, we I love it. it. I love it. So, so. we. 
only thing we have not talked about is plans. Uh, so my favorite person should be in town soon. I'm kind of happy about that. So we won't say when because I don't want people listening. I'm sneaking. I'm sneaking in. I'm sneaking out. I'm in and out. In and out. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see our folks. Um, we have um the Fourth of July coming up. I will be out of town for two weeks celebrating like the one year anniversary, making sure that I live a little bit. Um, That's cute. Yeah. Um, I'm, trust me, I'm just going to be on the beach. I'm not beach ready yet. So I've been hitting the gym thinking like, oh, yeah, I'm about to lose like just nine pounds real quick. Nope. This not going to happen. You're getting whatever's under the shirt. I swear to God you are. You see that shit that's going around today? It's above me now. It's above <laughs> me now. Exactly. Um, <laughs> Like this girl, she had said something. She was like, Greg, you know, I got, I'm gonna burn a thousand calories a day. I'm like, it doesn't help when you go to five guys for lunch. Like, that, some shit just. Yo, won't... that's me. <laughs> I'm that girl. That is her. That is me. I can't lose weight because I will work out, but mm-hmm. working out makes me so hungry. Right. And then, like, I literally went to the gym today mm-hmm. and worked my ass off. And I was like, I wanna eat halal food from the truck. And what I went to go get. <laughs> and, the, and the thing is, for me, it's weird because I always work out at the most inopportune times. Like, I lose all of my weight between, like, September and January. Oh, that's and then, pattern. Yeah, but then all the food trucks come out in, like, March. So you're like, oh, shit, I can go and get Chick-fil-A on Thursday. I can go. And I'm like, so what the fuck? Like, no. And then, like, if you compare the foods that are good versus bad, it's like, okay, great. I can go to Chick-fil-A and get, like... 12 nuggets and a large fry and like a large drink for eight bucks. Or I can go to like sweet green and pay $16 for a salad. Right. Smoothie King. I don't know Smoothie King. That's some wild shit. Yeah. Smoothie King is expensive. My coworkers, they go to Smoothie King twice a day. And I was like, okay, y'all are treating me Oh, y'all got money, money. Y'all got money. Well, that's because they don't, they live with like four or five different roommates. So it's easy for them to pay. Oh, so y'all just childish. That's all that is. Exactly. I told them, I was like, wait until your rent goes up. I found out that my building is actually selling. They, um, they're selling my building for $63,800,000. Mm-hmm. So I told her, I was like, um, so we need to get on the ball when it comes to finding a house now. So we yeah, went, get on that. Yeah, we went to my aunt's 50th birthday and I told her like, and my mom, my plans of buying a house and everything like that. So she says, yeah. well, what are you going to do? And I was like, well, I was hoping that whenever we have kids that my mom's going to move in for a little bit and she's going to stop working to take care of, <laughs> to help babysit this kid because uh, daycare is not expensive. They told me it's like on average 280 bucks. Fellas, if that's not a reason mm-hmm. to pull out, um, <laughs> get a turkey face or um, just honestly, like, Get the, get the family pack of condoms or something like that and treat yourself well. Um, Treat the lady well as well. But yeah, just, you know, um, 280 bucks a week for a kid. It's like, more than that sometimes. Yeah. That's what I'm here. Like, uh, Q told me, like, he has three kids, mind you. So just imagine how much it would have been for him to do, like, daycare for three kids at the same time. I couldn't do it. I know for a fact I love everybody else's children, um, but for three, what two hundred to four hundred dollars a week, it's gonna be a no for me, dog. Absolutely, mm, it's gonna be a no for me, dog. <laughs> no, so, kids um, are fucking expensive. Look, my sister has two kids, and I know all her finances. I'd be like, oh no. Mm-mm. You're telling me I have to choose between a babysitter and Netflix? Like, <laughs> I look, like my Netflix. Look, I told. Oh, I have so many friends who. I'm gonna say this and then we can wrap up, but like so many people yeah. have been talking to me about having babies lately. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, look, 
all y'all are telling me that you're going to babysit when I have a kid. So when mm-hmm. I call you and tell you that I need you to babysit, mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck what you're doing. I don't care about your own kids. You're babysitting because you told me today that you're mm-hmm. babysitting. Oh, no, what you got to do is what I learned Make from- Make a contract. What I learned from one of my coworkers is people take shit seriously when you send them a calendar invite or an e-vite. So just do that <laughs> Like, hey, no, you're babysitting on Tuesday. Like, it's movie night. Um, Justin and I, we went to- um, My five sister does that. We went to go see Rocket Man. So we went to go see Rocket mm-hmm. Man on Tuesday. It was like five bucks. No problem. And the amount of new parents and parents that just had the night off to go to a movie- it's fucking insane. And you know, AMC theaters have like the alcohol bars and stuff there. This dude walked into the popcorn stand as we're standing there. He was so fucking drunk. He toppled over his own popcorn as it was sitting on the counter because all he wanted was butter. I was like, oh, the butter's on the other side of the thing. What are you doing? So he had to go get a whole new refill because he got drunk. So I was like, okay, am I going to be that parent that instead of going clubbing and all that, I'm going to get drunk at the movie theater to go see movies on Tuesday? If so, sign me up. So that's that. Um, wow. So let, let, let's wrap it up. We need to, I guess, go life, over. Life comes at you fast. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so basically we talked about a lot of things, including like how people view interracial marriages and relationships, mm-hmm. uh, black men dating outside of their race and fetishizing the other races, um, basically the black community and how they treat interracial relationships Black women not being sought after by black men, taking home the opposite race to your family. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, Greg being annoyed with everything because I'm old and ain't shit. Um, <laughs> trying to get mixed- you to learn food out. I'm trying to keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. Apparently, you are fighting rattlesnakes, but what, that's, <laughs> that's your story. That's your story. Um, the top five flued out rules. Um, Sending boomerang dick pics, story time, um, don't go to Chicago without your own money. Um, and one thing we didn't hit on is that the more cultural a person is, the more nuances they can manifest. So that was something Very that you know, I wanted to talk about. We can actually talk about that maybe on the next episode when we, yeah, we, can if we have about people who aren't as traveled or haven't been any, well, I don't say haven't been anywhere, but just haven't traveled. So we'll just do that. Okay. Places that we should go, places we have been, something like that. We can that do might a be travel. Good. We can do a travel episode. I'm down. Yeah. All right, so that's good. So, um, do you have any like thing? Do you have anything that's bothering you or blessing you before we get out of here? Um, what is blessing me is me taking all my last few sick days and vacation days off of work this couple weeks coming up. I didn't go to work today. I ain't going to work on Friday. I ain't going to work next Thursday. All these mm-hmm. days off, all these days off. Really, it really, it really matters. Um, that's what that's what's blessing me. Um, what's bothering me? What's bothering me is that I can't fucking work out and not eat like an asshole. But I'm working, on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on it. <laughs> it's, it's all right. I guess they tell you just just drink a whole lot of water and you won't be hungry. But then you'll just be pissing a lot, and then you'll just want soda because that's usually. What I don't drink soda. I don't either, but I crave the shit out of a diet Dr. Pepper on Ew. Tuesday. Uh, I yeah. saw a meme about Dr. Pepper. I'm going to send it to you because, ew. Oh, boy. Here we go. Anyway, so let the people know where they where you are on social media so you can find you. You can find me on Instagram at MercedesJ.A. Instagram is my only um, social media that I'm trying to get off of, but, you know. <laughs> trying to get off. <laughs> um, and I guess I can say I'm at Hey Greggy on uh, uh, Instagram. You don't need to follow me. Anything else? Um, and you can follow us all at Young Black Pod 
at Gmail on every single social media as well. Um, send us a listener letter. Um, if you got, got a Did you set you up wanna, the email? I'm, I'm going to do that tonight. I'm going to do that tonight. All so right. that will be my next thing. So we'll set up an email that way people can send in their listener letters and everything. So we can read them back. We'll keep y'all anonymous because some of y'all, y'all got some shit y'all want to talk about, including in the group. Stop telling me in the group. Just send the email. Um, just be anonymous. Anyways, um, this has been episode four of Media Maintenance. Thank you for listening, and we will talk to you soon. Yay, bye. Hey, do you have the Wi-Fi password? Common words everyone has said in an airport, coffee shop, or any public place with free internet. Don't fall victim to internet hackers while using free internet thanks to NordVPN. NordVPN is one of those services you tell yourself you don't need until it's too late. We've used the NordVPN to browse the web, check bank accounts, and even stream apps like Netflix. It's the only VPN service that lets you bypass ISPs, perfect for when your job has sites you frequent like Facebook is blocked. It's the best VPN service you can get for both price and performance. Install NordVPN on up to six devices, including your smartphone, tablet, and desktop, and experience the service for yourself. Start protecting yourself and your content with NordVPN by heading over to nordvpn.com forward slash YBAB at checkout and save 75% on your subscription.